this a little bit closer. All right. Scratch myself. What are we? Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? Oh. <laughs> now that I've got you here. <laughs> yeah. This is an intervention. It's all an intervention, isn't it? You're a narcissist. <laughs> Jesus. Duh. All right. What uh, are we talking about? <laughs> and why are we here? I have no clue. <laughs> well. <laughs> um. There's a few reasons. I was going to say, there's an album coming out. <laughs> there is an album coming out. It's February 26th, if I'm right. Maybe it's 24th. <laughs> it might be 24th. My phone's literally shooting video, so I can't really... Uh, yeah, it's 24th, I think. I think the 24th of February at Rambling House. Mm-hmm. We are releasing an album, so we are trying to figure out a way to create content <laughs> as old people. <laughs> Aging millennial content. <laughs> but what? whatever, who cares? So, uh, Yeah, 24th. 24th of February at Rambling House. Uh, we're going to be doing an album release party. We hope to see you there. Um, Do we have an opener? We never play music out <laughs> at venues. So, um, That's true. If you've ever asked us, where are you playing next? This is your one opportunity to see us. Bob's birthday it's party. the only thing on the schedule. But uh, no, a joke, but. But seriously, we'll be there, and I don't. We will have openers. I don't know who that will be yet. We haven't gotten that far down the road. Insert so. openers here. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the album? Is there a theme to the album? Uh, I don't know. Is there? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's called uh, "We Are Very Slow at Recording Albums." I did have an album uh, name, which I think you might like. <laughs> oh god! Here we go. Blood Harmony. Uh, uh, we'll talk about it off screen. <laughs> I felt like that was kind of cool. But. I was go- was going to go with, yes, we're brothers. I know. Well, that's good, too. Or, um, yes, we are related. <laughs> I mean, wait, let's see. What are the top? top we, we should talk about the top 10 questions we get asked. Or uh, that's maybe too many. Still Because we don't have enough people to <laughs> fill out top 10. But top five <laughs> questions we get Our asked. Five uh, are you related? That's number one. Are you really brothers? That's that's number one. Still at it. Nah. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. Oh, I see. You're still you're still doing music. Mm. That kind of framing usually is how it goes. Yeah. Oh, good for you. It's usually like combination <laughs> of those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the third one? Who's <sighs> older? Uh, always. Yes, always. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, have you auditioned for American Idol yet? <laughs> uh, that happens, but it's actually usually the voice now, so that shows you that's true. How that's the true. Culture has changed. Uh, the other one was um, how uh, it was something to do with like how did you guys start playing music together, or or how long have you been playing music together? That kind of stuff. Yeah, or what kind of music do you play? Yeah, or what kind of music? Um, yeah, those are about the top four or five. Trying to think if they're all good questions. They're all very supportive questions. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> we don't get sick of them. We're not self-deprecating either, mm. which is good. No. We're very serious. Very serious. Confident and good. We'll be amazing. We do it. <laughs> really, it's nothing. I mean, I had some notes on the album, like, for my songs, because, you know, we're kind of writing separately, but we're playing on right. each other's stuff. So, like, struggle of being a musician, like, struggle of being present uh the struggle in relationships it's all struggle uh there's a lot of struggling that's for sure um you know just like i had like a little bit of like politics in there too just but i mean these are these are old songs at this point so yeah 
Um, Those are kind of my themes, but I think uh, for me, um, a lot of my music has been very reflective. Uh, I think in this period of time that I was writing, especially, um, so like when my mother retreated or open up, kind of asking questions, also like kind of um, you know stating the state, the kind of the be- the state of being that you're in. And why you're there. So it's a lot of reflective stuff, you know. Um, Ohio is more of a, you know, song about being from Ohio, but also it is very reflective because it's talking about like kind of where you. So early in my life, I played trumpet and I played music. We were both played music from a young age. And, um, <clears throat> you know, you grow up kind of dreaming for that artistic life, that artistic freedom. And I think a lot of. Um, what Ohio is about is, you know, <clears throat> kind of feeling that you can get run over a little bit by your own ambition and, um, you know, being stuck anywhere. It's not just about Ohio, but you can feel like you're stuck creatively or literally in a place and a space that you can't get out of. So there's a lot of that in that song. And, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of reflection. I think that's my theme, at least from, for my songs. I know yours, you mentioned a little bit of your stuff. You can talk a little bit about that. Um, Mine are random. They're just kind of yeah. like, what songs do yeah, I mine feel Mine are probably too random too, but <laughs> I trying to tie some threads. What kind of, what songs are ready to be recorded at the time? So Right. Well, I think we both kind of think about music a little differently than traditional songwriters. And I'm not saying we're special, but that we come from a, such a unique background, right? We were both band and orchestra kids. Yeah. Right? That now write folky, poppy, rock you know, whatever type of music that we write, folky stuff in the case of Shaw Brothers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a it's quite a disposition, you know, like to be from one and go to the other. I don't think they um, often live in the same world, you know? Right. Um, Band kids, I don't associate with folk singer-songwriters, in other words. Well, yeah, and most of the people that were around aren't, probably aren't band kids some right some of them are some of them are i think some of the instrumentalists we know maybe some of the drummers and things like that bass players and uh guitarists and stuff but yeah in general it doesn't it's not the same experience it was never the same experience to be a trumpet player as it was you know say an electric guitar player at a high school it was quite different right (laughs) level level of uh deeper nerd yeah you know prideful deeper nerd but I had both because I had you the had rock, both. rock band. You had you had the rock band, you had the drums, and you had violin. So you really had the two the ends spectrum. of the spectrum. Yeah. Yep. So you didn't have a rock band situation till college, probably. Uh or back when you back. Yeah, ish college or, um, when I moved back, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I was playing out solo in Chicago in 2000 to 2004. Right. But it was, you know, just little acoustic gigs. And other, with other people? Not really, no. Mm. I collaborated with some people, but it was just for fun, hmm. you know. You never ran into Matt Morgan. I don't think he was there when you were there. I never, no. I mean, no, I never knew yeah, him there. Yeah, because he, he was, he, it's weird that he has, like, similar. Um, What's the, what? how's your recording, how's your writing process changed since, even since the album songs? Um. Well, COVID, yeah. So there's a lot of that. Um, I don't know, really. I, I probably, as I'm getting older, I have less f- ability to like sit and focus. Right. So I try to um, do a better job of finalizing stuff that I've started. Um, being more present in the moment when I'm actually writing is really important. 
I don't really write when I don't have something to say. Um, forced writing has never been a gift of mine. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you can, I would call it forced writing, but you know, forcing myself to write, yeah. I guess. So, um, yeah, those are some things. How about you? I'm doing more recording as writing. Yeah, yeah. That that was one of my things during COVID too. I yeah. About that, yeah. And that's that, helpful. Yeah. Just putting it in right away. And then trying to chip away at each song. Yeah. Instead of like sitting with a guitar. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. But I mean, it changes your style, I think. But Yeah. Well, why not? What do we have to lose? I mean, I don't think there's any rules. I think the goal with art is to create something new and unique, right? At, at least, at least that could be part of the goal. Yeah. Might be part of the goal. So there's nothing wrong with trying to do different things to make yourself achieve those those things, you know. And in five years, it might be like, you know what? I've done that now. Yeah. Now I'm stuck in that box. I need to go over here and play piano instead of violin or whatever it might yeah. be. You know. I think that's important. I've been having a hard time writing like Shaw Brothers songs, uh-huh. which is probably the bad way. The wrong way to even look at it. <laughs> Should just be songs. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of. I think thing. we probably care about that more than other people do, you know? Right. I think, um, yeah. I think people, one fortunate thing about what we do, at least with Shaw Brothers, is we are lucky to have like really good people around us, good supportive people around us. Um, I would say, uh, you know, there's so many supportive people that just kind of love what we do and they're not they're not in it for their own reasons you know they're not in it to try to say well why don't you guys do this why don't you do that you know people that are really supporting us are super it's uplifting to have that because it makes you feel like you can kind of you have a blank palette you can create what you want you know i think i think that's part of the benefit yeah you know i mean they're not in our heads so they don't know yeah (laughs) it's yeah yeah no i i agree they don't know anything. They're, they're idiots. <laughs> they're idiots. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Totally no, kidding. They, they don't. They're not thinking. Oh, it's a reggae song. That's not Shaw Brothers. Right. They don't but have you know, I idea. mean, we do a lot of things that aren't artistic performance type of based performances. You know, restaurants, things like that. Yeah. Where that is not the case. You know, they they want you to dance, monkey. You know. Yeah. So when you have those opportunities to get in front of those people that are really supportive, it's to me personally, it's like it's like a level above internally. You know makes you feel something you're having a back and forth now, you know, I'm right. putting something out and they're giving something back, you know, that's, that's unique. I think. Is the audience in your head when you're writing? No. Hmm. Um, I'm Same. nobody's more in my head than me. Yeah. <laughs> and I just always feel corny. So my goal in music is to try to find a way to feel cooler than I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> to be cooler than I am, which I'm not very cool. I'm very nerdy. Mm. And that's what Tony Tony uh Tony Haslett said that. He's like, you know, that's what people like you because you're just authentically you. I'm like, yeah, but could I be a little bit <laughs> just a little bit cooler? <laughs> Maybe they think you're cool. It's not it's not possible. <laughs> um when you're playing, do you have a goal in performance? It probably changes between each gig. Uh, when I'm playing, yeah, um, it's different goals, yeah, for sure. Um, sometimes it's like, oh, I hope my arm doesn't hurt <laughs> for this next four hours. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, I like to try to pull strings. Like I can. There's times where you're in places where you know, like, 
you have an audience that's questionable about what's about to happen. They don't know who you are, you know? <laughs> let's, I'm just saying, like, let's say a r- random restaurant or brewery. Yeah. And I make it a goal to, like, I'm like, I know I can get that person to like what I'm doing. Mm. And so I like to do that. Um, but mostly my goals are usually, like, I want to connect with this audience and, like, find a way to build and maintain community with them. So to me, community is like, it's many things, but to me it is a relationship. Like I said, they're giving me something. I'm giving them something. Um, and then on some level you kind of break it down to, you know, literally building that community and those people and you know them every time you see them and they come back to see you and it's, it's, it's a cool relationship. So that's, that is my, I think my biggest goal is to build that community, Mm -hmm. you know, and it is kind of, I mean, I don't want to say it's completely selfish because, like I said, I feel that we're giving the audience something, you know, an experience, an authenticity, a vulnerability, things that um, you cannot get watching football on a Sunday or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Not that that's not its own thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but, I don't – I don't. I'm trying to be in the present. Mm-hmm. Like today I was at the fort and I knew the audience was going to be more of an artistic crowd. Autistic? Artistic. Oh. <laughs> It's all autistic. I was like, what? And uh, so I'm kind of altering my set list and making sure I kind of do more of my own originals because I know they'll appreciate it. It's not a crowd of like suburban people. (laughs) Not that they're bad, but. uh, (laughs) Well, also, like. Sports bar, you know. If you don't put it out there, you don't know. I mean. You don't know. I think there is a certain level of. I'm discriminating. (laughs) Quality of yourself that you've reached where, like, you know. you can do an original or a cover. It's not, it and it's not going to be, de- one's not going to be more depreciated than the other. No. Um, I think that certainly like early in our career, yeah, that was probably very true. We were just pounding those originals away at the North Market. Like, come on, listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, but that's okay too. Cause I mean, like, you know, there's places that are good for like cutting your teeth and trying to grow as an artist. Yeah. And saying, hey, I'm in a live environment, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, I I was kind of thinking, I don't know, maybe it's just I felt comfortable, like, among That's great. people that were like n- like me or something, whatever. But uh, I just wanted to be play in the present, and I felt comfortable, and I wanted to play. Helps helps to kind of have a set list for me mm-hmm. at a certain venue. Sometimes, like, I know the venue is just gonna want all covers, so. Yeah, or maybe that's just my own bias. Uh, yeah, and I don't it's really like the casino. It's like uh, yeah, the casino. How far that. do I reach? Well, I reach away from there. I'm like, I'm getting the fuck. I, I know, <laughs> but I, it's like any gig like that where you're like, I'm not going to give myself to this audience because they're not going to yeah. give anything well, back. And you know, Jesse talks about that all the time, and I understand that. I really do understand that. I think there are many modes we operate in. There's the the mode of I'm at the gig. Mm-hmm. How do I, I get through? <laughs> well, let's say first the first mode is I'm at the gig, right? Yeah. But uh, from that stems like I want. I know this audience is going to listen. I don't think this audience is going to listen. Right. I want this audience to listen. Yeah. I know they should be listening. Like, there's all these different modes. Mm-hmm. And there, some of them kind of come together, but certainly places at, like, the casino versus, like, Rambling House, right? Like, right. casino, you're like, do I want this audience to, right. to care? Yeah. Because does that even, like, it's not that type of performance is not built for art it's built for a service you know it's it's yeah. a service you're trying to entertain people almost 
And that kind of gets into that world of like entertainer versus yeah, artists, artists. You know, and it could be built to make money. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> that could well, be the pure not, form. Of... Certainly not, not made to make us money. That's for <laughs> that's sure. That's true. <laughs> In any way, yeah, it's kind of a double uh, meaning, <laughs> meaning there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like what you know, we're like I said, we've done this long enough. We just keep. You can just kind of check off those gigs. You're like, I don't need that gig anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. not bringing me anything, and and I don't. I'm not talking money because yeah. obviously everybody needs to make a living mm-hmm. financially. But I'm just saying that um, we don't. You know, if is that money worth the thing that that gig takes away from you? Mm-hmm. Is is a big question for every artist to ask themselves because quite often the answer is no. <laughs> you know, it's not worth it. Yeah. But but that's an individual thing. Some people it's going to be worth it, and some others it's not. You know. Yeah, it depends on where you are too. Yeah, yeah, and I I do not shame anybody for taking any gig mm-hmm. like at all. Like I get it. Everybody's, you know, completely different. We, we remember we used to play at what's that place in Gahanna? Um, it was like kind of a biker bar. Gatsby's. Gatsby's, yeah. Like that's a place where like what we do isn't really appreciated there, and and that's not any fault of their own. Yeah. Um, but. You know, you see people like AJ Angelo and those other folks that are, have built up like a really big thing there, and it, it, oh, it kills. It's kills, and it makes complete sense. Um, and that isn't a, a lesson in value. Like you can't sit there and be like, "Oh, well, I'm not as good." It's or, where's your is... community? Right, right, correct. They're not necessarily there correct. for us. Younger artists, I think, have a hard time figuring that out sometimes because you take everything personally. <laughs> You're like, "I should be here." Everyone should like me too. Right, but <laughs> instead, what happens is you avoid curating and cultivating your own your own community. You know, it's hard when you're open minded because we used to, or I used to think like we can make it happen mm-hmm. anywhere. But it's like, how hard are you working against what's happening right. in the room? Which it isn't always the worst thing to like have an audience that is not, yeah, you know, going to get you. But um, yeah, as long as that is not your complete prime focus of your career, like right. I'm just focusing all the wrong places, you know. <laughs> You know, we met some cool people there. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> that, like I said, that is no shame on Gatsby's whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not at all. They killed it in what they do, and it's just different than kind of what, where our path is. Right. The first song you wrote. Uh, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, ish. I don't hmm. remember the, the first one, but there was definitely some. Like early, early ones, and it might just be I remember the ones that I was like more proud of, and not the ones I like the first one. Yeah, but um, are they oh, the not... way of feeling something? I remember the lyrics. Can't remember the the song names. Are though. they on the album or any of the albums? Uh, any of? Are you talking about Shaw Brothers album? No, I'm talking about that early, early Andy stuff. Shaw album. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But yeah, that's a real classic. Real close. Both, fra- both ways from nowhere, right? Yeah. yeah. That's good. I 2000. Like I, I want to bring it back. I literally recorded that in my apartment in Chicago, block from Wrigley Field. What'd you use? I had an old computer, I think a Dell computer that <laughs> I figured out. Well, I had a, an Mbox. I had an early Mbox. And I had a couple Octava um, MK12 mics. And I had, I don't think I had, I don't know what I used for vocals. I must have used... I must have had some kind of condenser mic back then, <laughs> but I don't remember what it was. But yeah, just recorded in the in, literally in the um, the apartment. I don't know how I got that all done because I I got <laughs> way more done when I was twenty one yeah. than I do now. That's crazy. <laughs> I got it done in one year. Wow. I ma- mixed, mastered, pressed. You did it all. Did the artwork. 
released it. Nuts. I was like 21. I was like, I'm doing this. That's crazy. Well, I, you know, it was kind of one of those things. It's like I had failed so hard at the other thing that I was <laughs> that I was like ready to try to push on this new What's thing. What's the other thing? Just the trumpet stuff, trumpet you stuff. know. Yeah. So it was like, you know, kind of proving it to yourself. Like, can I do this? You know. Pretty cool. But you know, oh, there goes that battery. Anyways. So yeah, but um, yeah. Did did anybody work on it or just you? Work on what? That album. <laughs> oh, both ways uh, Like play on it or work on anything? It? Like, I don't know. I just don't, you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I had some friends up there that were musicians, and I was always following around. But I don't know if they were. I don't think it really helped me. I think I just kind of did it myself. And you didn't have any YouTube tutorials. <laughs> um, no, I just was really good at figuring shit out. <laughs> I mean, early days of Pro Tools. I mean, you know. I wish I had those sessions still because I'd love to see how bad they were mixed and <laughs> yeah, they're probably not very good. But uh, yeah. but at the same time, it was like, I don't know. Happened. In you just got to do cool. it. Mm-hmm. You don't have the money. You just do it. You know, what, what does it matter? You know, <laughs> that philosophy should be today's philosophy because it's like, we, you know, we're just we take so long to do these albums because we're what perfectionists or we're just whatever. But younger, the younger people are really great at getting stuff out quicker. Yeah, one song at a time, even, and it's that's. I think that's where I want to strive to to be at more. You know. Yeah. Single, single, single. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if if I think it's like if you can't get an album out within two years. Yeah. Then can you get five songs out? If you can't get that out in two years, can you get two songs out? One song out, <laughs> just one song. You know. Yeah. Get it down to whatever you can get it down to. I don't remember my first song, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can ask your own questions. To I mean, yourself. that "Cost of Fuel" song was on the yeah. first album. Was it on the first album? Oh, the one with the like octopus-looking weird art. Uh huh. Yeah. Forgot about that. That the Shaw Brothers self-titled because we're good at names. That was our second. Yeah, that's second. That was our self-titled. second. No, oh, no, yeah. no, no, first, first. I was uh, saying was we our... actually have two out. We have two out called Shaw Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> we never even put a name on these albums. <laughs> We're kind of weird. Uh, uh, third one's gonna be self-titled too. <laughs> no, we'll get this one called. We'll get this one named. Don't you worry. <laughs> but I think that might have been one of the first songs I wrote. Man, my voice yeah. sounded bad. But no, no, no. I mean, have you heard mine? Jeez, it's just different. Pipsqueak over here. It's all that nasally, high nasal. Why? Because when you when get older. Yeah, I guess when you get older and you you get better at singing, projecting. <laughs> True. Got a lot, a lot more rasp in the voice, you know. You know all these things. They all yeah, it's crazy. Children, children, yeah. Children of our minds, children of the revolution. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, you got a lot of songs. I got a lot of time. A lot of tunes. A lot of time. <laughs> nothing to do. Got nothing going on. I mean, what else am I gonna do? <laughs> What's your top uh, three artists ever? Five, Ever? Or five. Wow, that's a that's a hard question. Okay, to three artists you like now. Uh, right now. Right now. Well, we just went to see Raylan Baxter last night. Oh, yeah. So I'm really into him. I like him a lot. I think he's a great songwriter. He's a great storyteller. Got a great voice. Great band. Um, that was a fun show. Um, does he have a new album? Yeah, he, he well, I mean, that, he released one in the, within the last year, and this is yeah, I think this is his tour for it. So this is the first night of the tour. Hmm. But it was really great. And then, um, you know, I love a lot of music. So I'm really into Jock here right now. His album mm-hmm. is great. It's not like, I'm not talking like top artists of my life. But yeah, yeah. he's somebody else that I really, really enjoy. 
Um, Cass Haley, obviously, we love him. His new stuff is really cool. The boots rock and reggae. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I love like I'm really listening to a lot of War on Drugs right now and a lot of My Morning Jacket. Those are two bands that I've been kind of digging more into lately. What about you, Nathaniel Rateliff, Probably. Oh yeah, I love Rateliff as well. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's really he's really great. Uh, I'm I kind of like everything. Leon Bridges does. Yeah. And Daniel Caesar. Yeah. And her and Oh yeah. Her is amazing. Yeah. Uh Emily King. Yeah. Yep. Her album is the best thing I've heard in a long time. Wow, that's high praise. High praise. <laughs> she does a song with Lucas Lucas Nelson. Oh nice. And all his stuff's really yeah, good too. I like his stuff a lot. It's kinda cool to see them like Yeah. Because I like both of them very separately. Or it seemed very separately, but then I was like, oh, wow. Do you listen to Warren Treaty at all? I haven't. I, they're really great. I know who they are. I've heard them. But. Husband, wife, they're they're awesome. And that woman was on Sister, Sister Act, Act too, yep. right? Yep. Crazy. And they she met each other. She is a phenomenal singer, and, and he's he's great, too. He's, he's like a former military guy. He was in the Army. That's right. Or uh, one of the branches. Yeah, I'm, a lot of podcasts recently, so. Hmm. Kind of sadly, not listening to as much music, but I well, do. You know, I like the serious radio. We do music for a living. It's hard to listen when you're not. Yeah, all the time when you're not playing. It's kind of like, yeah. Uh, I do love serious though, because serious radio will just throw stuff at you, and yeah. like, every day I'm like, yeah, I'm shazamming stuff. Um, what was it the other day? I was like, what is this? Tiana, oh, that's Tiana Major 9. Tiana Major 9 is awesome. Different person, but Nico Rubio. Nico Rubio, don't know that person. James Ingram, Alex Lambert, all these people I just shove on this playlist. But, um, yeah, Sirius Radio is a great way to just discover music. That's how I listen to, find a lot of the reggae acts I listen to, yeah. Um, That's what, is it, they don't have the joint anymore, do they? I don't know, because I don't have Sirius anymore, but I don't think they do. I think. Well, I don't it actually might be know. On the app. I think they may have moved it, yeah, channel wise. But they have the Weird. Bob, Mar- the Tough Gong Records took over, and they have like a Bob Marley radio, which yeah. is fine. But it's very Marley centric. But it's very Marley centric, <laughs> and you know, I want to hear some other I artists know. not doing Bob Marley. You know, I know it's kind of it's kind of annoying, even though I still love all the stuff. Yeah, there, yeah. But. I'll tune into it occasionally, but I do. I need the joint definitely. I like the the guy from. Uh, uh, what is the revolution? The lead singer, um, I can never remember his name, but he he's very knowledgeable about reggae, and he always he put me onto a bunch of new acts. Mm. Um, and I would not think he would be somebody that would know a lot of like rootsier reggae stuff, mm. but he does. He really does. What are the acts that studied? He's a studied guy. Right. Uh what's that band? There's a French reggae band that I really like. Um, oh man, there's so many acts. It's been a long time since I listened to him, but like Alborosi, I love Alborosi. He's like an Italian guy, oh, yeah. But but Jamaican heritage, so he's got a great voice, very raspy voice. I like the raspy singers because it makes me feel like I can do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, let's see who else does he turn me on to. I can't remember that. I want to remember the French reggae band. They are he's so good. He's really big in in France. Um, very very unique. Yeah, you you sent it to me. Yeah, I can't remember that guy's name. He has like that. Oh yeah, I can picture the album cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, if you're interested in finding any of these out, we have a Spotify playlist. The Andy Shaw Band does. Well, 
Shaw Brothers, we need to make one with That's right. more similar stuff to Shaw Brothers, which we'll do that by the time this is out there, hopefully. Um, but the Andy Shaw Band has uh, a whole playlist you can find on our website, andyshawband.com. And if you follow us on Spotify, actually, I think that's how you find it. Okay. Yeah. Very mellow today. Very mellow <laughs> Sunday vibes. I had two gigs. I had none. <laughs> oh, um, the Landreth Brothers. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were talking about that. That band is cool. Yeah. I would say it's a very good mix of kind of what I would say similar to what we do, I hope. Yeah. Kind of the folk but soulful I, right. I, I really enjoy that combination. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, no, not really country at all. Yeah. It's got the folk thing down, but it's also very soulful and mixes into kind of R&B territory, which is cool. Oh, that's cool. I love them a lot. They're Canadian. Nice. Blue, like the blues. Um, what's the guy's, the guitar name, guitar player? Kenny told, turned me on to him. Oh, okay. I don't remember his name, but he played with that band for a while. Oh, okay. Killer guitar player, like really good guitar player. Might be well, we can talk about whatever you like. Um, um, what's your Speedway? Um, <laughs> what do you eat when you go to Speedway? <laughs> not eat, but no. what do you get when you go to Speedway? Um, what do you do when you're not playing music? What's your go-to hobby? What do you do when you don't play music, when you're not playing music? Uh... <laughs> uh, parenting? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I already knew the answer. Legos? Just waiting for it. Uh, lots of Legos. Legos? Cool. Lots of <laughs> lots of editing video. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Uh, hmm. Draw? Yep. But not, not really that much. Yep. Sit. <laughs> Sit. <laughs> In silence. <laughs> Uh, all right, favorite. Uh, I watch a lot of workaholics. <laughs> yep, yep. It's always sunny as my workaholics. Mm-hmm. I like both of them though. I get on the a trip of those, both of those. Yeah, I just can't watch anything now because there's so much streaming. There's a lot. I try to pick one show or two shows and focus on that. Try to get on it. It doesn't really work. But I, my latest show I've been watching is The Toast of London. Oh. <laughs> which is uh, free on Roku, t- Roku, Roku TV. TV. I might get a little kickback if you mm. check it out. Just kidding, I won't. Yeah, uh, But it is Matt Berry from <laughs> What We Do in the Shadows. It's one of his shows from Britain. Oh, very God, funny, so but good. also really goofy. Very goofy show. He's like a failed, kind of like a failing actor. <laughs> so he's just, but he's great. It's great. Clem uh, Vandango is my favorite character. <laughs> recurring Vandango. King. Recurring character on that show. Wait, is that what we do in the shadows? Or no? That's... No, that is uh, that is Toast of London. Clem Fandango oh. is one of the two music producers in the studio that record his voiceovers for things. So you can imagine. But it's, what's it's, the Clem Fandango here? What's the character in um, what we do in the shadows when he's a volleyball coach? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Daytona. Daytona. <laughs> Jackie Daytona. Jackie Daytona. Oh, my this God. This is how we talk in Arizona. Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Oh, God. That's what we do in the shadows. It's a great show. show. Great show. Uh, yeah, we should just not talk about music and just talk about... Oh, God. We could do a whole workaholics. It's mm. what we do in the shadows and it's always sunny podcast. Yeah, those are all... I mean, we're all... We're similar on that. We like all those. Well, you know, if it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
and I, and I'm gladly Becky likes all those too. That's good. Uh, well, I don't know if it's always sunny. Yeah. But I've showed her Workaholics and she likes it. Yeah. She didn't go to it. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But I brought her. To it's in. pretty good. It's the the I was just thinking about an episode <laughs> recently. The um, like a really great example of great acting was the uh, one where they had what's the guy from Andy Dick episode. <laughs> Where it, he's like a, he's their high school drama. He's the uh, Blake's high school drama teacher, who is now like an addict, and he runs into him at a an AA meeting or something. Oh yeah. And so, anyways, then he ring ring rings him into this like they're trying to like bring down a crime lord for some reason. Oh yeah. Because they yeah they're stupid, <laughs> and Andy Dick gets thrown into it thinking it's like acting. Oh, yeah. So he has just some really good scenes that are like him acting as like a drug lord. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, like he's a great, like it was very theatrical. Very theatrical. My breath. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I (laughs) see. I got to go back because there's episodes where I'm like, I don't even remember this episode. I haven't watched it enough where I'm like, oh, yeah, I know every word. Um, The one with uh, B Red is Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my favorite episode. He comes back too. He's in a couple episodes. Yeah, he came back. Uh, came back to study to be a cop. <laughs> and then that, that's where Bill pretended to um, kill Adam. Oh, because they're the roasting same Bill. Episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, that yes. is a great episode. That's a good one. That's a real good one. <laughs> they're roasting Bill, and then he's like, "Everybody, get down!" And he makes the guy eat his boogers. Yeah. And, oh, oh my god! And he so makes good. him poop his pants. <laughs> but it turns Jet out. Set. Jet set. Yeah, Jet set. That guy died. I know. Sad. Sad, but man, that guy's funny. That's a good episode. That's a great show. <laughs> Classic so, comedy. So now I'm. Uh, now it's the podcast. Yep. And then I they know. were in. They were in Cleveland the other day. Yep. Oh yep. man, and it, they're literally just like shooting at the hip. They don't have anything planned at all. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious. But I love that. Well, let's. Uh, well, what else can you talk about? Wrap it up or something. Um, February 24th at Rambling House. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing our album release. Gotta find uh, some openers. Get some tickets to that. We are, are trying to do a vinyl release, actually, eventually. Um, but we're not sure who would like that or want that. Um, so maybe, uh, you know, depending on what this video is on, you can let us know if that's something you're interested in. Yeah. I, I want to put one out. It'd be good. It's uh problem with vinyl releases is um, it's a very long process to get them printed. So yeah. it can take as long as like a year just to get, get the whole process completed and get the records in your hand, um, which is challenging because there's some upfront cost to, to it. Um, yeah. Pressing vinyl is not super affordable, <laughs> unfortunately. But we really want to do it, so we're going to try to figure out a way to, to get that money saved to do it. Yeah, wish there was a way to do short run. Yeah, not in the vinyl world. It's pretty much, you know, I mean, even short run is expensive. Right. So. What else? Uh, yeah, but otherwise, I don't know. Yeah, we can we can do another one of these. Yeah. I got one request for you, Lord, but I don't normally pray. Take them, take them, take them. Just please don't let them stay